can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. Nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. Look to the future, but embrace our past. We study, we analyze, we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make product for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision. That's where it all started. 
Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Justified Cultures, Traction MX Seat Covers, and Moto Ice Wrap. I am your host, Brad Yebhart. With us on the line, we've got none other than Bradley Lionette. Bradley, how's it going? Going good. Uh, just uh, another day in paradise today. Uh, just working hard for Seattle this weekend and just uh, having fun riding my dirt bike. Heck yeah, it's uh, the, the the beautiful life you live, uh, racing motorcycles for a living. Um, you are a, uh, a South African native, correct? Uh, yeah, born in South Africa, but uh, raised in Zambia my whole life. Really? Okay, fair enough. Uh, so uh, give give us a little bit of uh, of a background story on you, other than the fact that you were from uh, born in South South Africa. Uh, if, if someone asks who the heck is uh, Bradley Lionette, uh, what's the answer to that question? <laughs> um, pretty much, uh, I was born in South Africa. Moved to Zambia when I was uh, three years old, and I raced with my three elder brothers until I was uh, fifteen years old. And then uh, Sebastian Totelli came over to Zambia, did a training school, and told me to come back over with him. So at the end of uh, 2015, I came back over with him and just fell in love with California and uh, fell in love with racing over here, and I stayed. Well, it's pretty easy to fall in love with California. I had the pleasure of being down there for six weeks at the beginning of 2017 here, uh, covering the races and going to uh, the first five rounds. Uh, and uh, at the last round, uh, you found yourself, or was it the last round or second last round, you found yourself on a, uh, a Phoenix Racing Co. Uh, Rockwell Watches Nuclear Blast uh, Kawasaki. How'd that all come about? Um, pretty much, uh, Zach got her and, uh, Brees was injured before the season, so they had no one, and, uh, yeah, Chris so Elliott actually, uh, yeah, and then, uh, Chris Elliott texted me, uh, just after Cummins got hurt during the week and said, hey, you, you want to ride? And I was like, yeah, for sure, and, uh, he, uh, picked up my bike with the semi, I didn't have to drive, which is such a relief, and, uh, I was super pumped with the whole deal. No doubt. So, uh, and, and how recent to that was, uh, your, your actual bike going, uh, going missing? Because, uh, from what I understand that, uh, you had a bike stolen at some point. Uh, yeah, my bike was stolen about uh, a week and a half ago out of my trainer's house. No way. And the, uh, yeah. And the cops over here did a really good job all week and they just found it, uh, two days ago and the guy's in jail and it's all good now. There you go. So uh, when, when you get a call from a guy like uh, Chris Elliott and uh, he wants you to ride for your team, what are your first thoughts? What, what kind of support did you need at that time to, to make sure that on race day, all you have to worry about is uh, twisting the throttle? I mean, for sure, when he, uh, he gave me the call and he told me, I was, I was super excited about it. I mean, the biggest thing for me is honestly not having to drive places like Texas. Because, you know, two days driving, eating gas station food, you feel so drained that that night, uh, the night of racing, you just feel like shit. And then you have to drive two days back, you know, and then 
you missed two days of training. So the biggest thing for me has just been flying in and uh, the whole team around me not having to worry about uh, anything else except for riding. That's just been my main focus and my main, like, happiness. I'm happy about that so much. No doubt. So um, you went in, into uh, to Dallas, and uh, things seemed all systems go, and then uh, a pretty gnarly crash left you uh, looking more like a hockey player than even Chris Elliott does. <laughs> uh, so uh, tell us a little bit about that get-off and uh, the chicklets that were lost in in uh, in, in in the crash. Um, basically, and by I chicklets, I mean teeth. <laughs> basically, in the uh, in the corner before that triple. It was, a, it was a flat corner, and it was kind of slick because I had no berm there. And uh, I came out, got a little bit of wheel spin, and it was, I was just like, I'm either qualifying or I'm not. Better hit this triple. And uh, I see bounced it, lifted up, and I just came a little bit short. I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but as soon as I hit, I mean, my whole body just went through the whole bike, popped up. And uh, unfortunately, I broke my jaw down in the middle by my chin and both sides by my ear, and uh, I actually didn't lose any teeth. I, uh, oh, I I broke four of them in the back, the molars, but other than that, I'm good. I got uh, two plates in, in my chin. Uh, that'll stay with me in the, forever, and then, uh, yeah, I'm all good after that. All good. No kidding. Uh, so what was the recovery time after that like, and I imagine some some pain and most likely some milkshakes? <laughs> yeah, um, right after that, they took me to the hospital and they uh, they wired my two teeth in the front together. And it was pretty much protein shakes and smoothies for a week. And I had, I had surgery with Dr. Stringer uh, a week after my crash. And for the first four days, it was just like soup. My mom actually flew over from Africa and uh, she was making me dinners and had some soup. And I had a drink with a syringe because it was wired shut. So I had a syringe to the back of my gum. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so so for about a week I did that. I lost about 15 pounds. Holy. And then, uh, yeah, and then once I was able to open my jaw, I was eating, like, like, noodles and stuff, which was really good for about two weeks. And then I got into some solid foods, which was, I was so happy about. No kidding. That, yeah, that's it. So now we have like full bill of health. The last three, four weeks, you've been uh, uh, able to get back on the motorcycle, eat a regular diet, and um, yeah, like it's 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 a debilitating feeling when you can't do uh, the most normal thing in the world, which is eat. Uh, so I can't even imagine what that would be like. But uh, that's like I guess that's the price we pay for for chasing our dreams, my friend. <laughs> yep, definitely. Motocross is one hundred percent the hardest sport in the world, and uh, you just it's just part of the game, I guess. You just everyone goes through it, so just got to do it. So, was the plan always to uh, to come over to the U.S. to ride? Obviously, you cultivated a great amount of skill prior to 2015 coming over here. Uh, or did you ever have your sights set on on racing the the, the MXGP series? series? And uh, and uh, like, give me a little bit of story from like the the your kind of goals and aspirations as you were coming up through the ranks. Um, well, to be honest. When I still lived in Zambia and before even Sebastian Dorsetti came over, I the whole AMA was just a big like black hole for us. We didn't I didn't follow it at all. We just followed the GPs. And uh and then Sebastian came over and he told he told us about it, you know, 
started going on YouTube about it and seeing it. And then uh, I came over for a three-week course with them, and I saw California, and I got to see, uh, like, the AMA, and I got to watch the Supercrosses. And, I mean, my eyes were wide open after that. And it was all all America. America is the best thing in the world you know? Especially coming from us, everyone thinks America is the best in the world. So, so yeah, we came to that. And then, uh, yeah, I got here uh, at the end of 15, and I raced C-Class. Um, did Loretta's. That that next year, I did Loretta's in the B. And then I did the B again the year after that. And then straight went straight to A-Class. And then Supercross right after that. I just, as soon as I got here, I mean, progression was like zero to a hundred. You know, it's just so much nicer to have nice tracks, people to ride it with, and a great trainer. I mean, right now I train with uh, BJ Burns at MS University, and he's helped me so much. And, I mean, without him, I probably wouldn't be racing Supercross. So, yeah, big shout out to him, too. Well, there you go. Yeah, totally. If when if you have the ability to do like to ride all the time and commit yourself to it, uh, I've seen guys go from uh, b- barely uh, getting around the track, or maybe like just they're getting around the track on eighties, uh, to maybe two years later jumping supercross triples and and throwing the bike all kinds of sideways. It's incredible to see what can happen with that amount of dedication. Um, so that being said, uh, what are what are the goals for the rest of two thousand and seventeen and beyond? Uh, Want to continue racing and, and get some personal best with uh with phoenix racing co and the the guys the, the rockwell guys um but uh like outdoors or what's the plan for you um right now the plan is the last the last three for sure and definitely want to race the main events and get some exposure and then uh i'm i would really love to do the whole of the outdoor series i mean i feel like you gotta at least do it once even though i'm doing it as a privateer I just feel like you got to do it at least once the whole series and, you know, get it out there. Uh, the Phoenix Racing team will help me for the first three, but, you know, outdoors teams like that don't really do the whole outdoor series. I mean, it's so expensive, which is uh, understandable. But, yeah, uh, after the first three, yeah, I think I'm just going to jump in the sprint van and just travel America and live the dream. Hey, this is Zach Cummins from Phoenix Racing Co. You're listening to the Big MX Radio Show. We're going to commercial. We'll be right back. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffe, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate JustifiedCultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at JustifiedCultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. This is a test of your RacersIndex.com awareness. 
This was a test to see if you're ready to be found at racersindex.com. Supercross and Arena Cross are coming up. Now is the time to secure your position on a team. Mechanics, models, riders, flaggers, team owners, production specialists, anything related to racing. Be found at racersindex.com. Click it for your ticket to be found and become part of the racing industry. Racersindex.com, your ultimate race production resource. Visit racersindex.com now. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. Hey, this is Adam with Vexy MX, and you're listening to the Big MX Podcast Radio Show. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. Hey, this is Zach Cummins from Phoenix Racing Co. You're listening to the Big MX Radio Show. We're going to commercial. We'll be right back. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com. That's D-U-B. YAUSA.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys. We're building wheels for Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose. They just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans, thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it. These guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one-of-a-kind. The reason why they're one-of-a-kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick the everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over 
to TractionMX.com. Start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-pack of tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road rangers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today. And never settle. Hey, this is Adam with Vexy MX, and you're listening to the Big MX Podcast Radio Show. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. No kidding, man. How old are you? I am 19. 19 years old with a sprinter van and speed to burn on on two wheels. Uh, safe to say you'll be doing a lot of swiping right over the next uh, six to eight months. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. None I have, of that? I have okay. an friend here. Fair enough, fair enough. Focused solely on uh, on on the the task at hand, which is twisting the throttle. Um, yeah. That being said, working uh, working with the the guys over at Feeding Tracing Co. Uh, what what's the the biggest part of what they bring to the table that's a benefit to you uh, as well? Whether it be working with uh, Ryan Clark, team manager, or uh, just the the host of sponsors that they bring to your program. Of course, you're still, I believe, you're uh, you're now a an FXR athlete. Uh yeah, I'm. As soon as you know, as soon as I uh, joined the team, I just got everything, and you know, from gear to boots to all the graphics, everything, everything was just straight at my door, and I was. It just gives you so much confidence, especially like never having that before, and being able to pit out the semi truck, and having people with the radio, like the whole team with the radio on their head, and telling you that, like, dude, you can do this. You, you're the man. You're here at Supercross. I mean, it gives you, it gives you a lot of confidence, and definitely boosted up my my uh ego should i say and uh made me ride a lot better made me more aggressive and uh like a little bit more commit committed actually i mean it just to have the whole team around you is, 
it's just a whole different world, you know, and also especially having like them take your bike and you could fly. I mean, it's a whole different world. It's way better. No kidding. So, uh, like, what, what's the, you, the kind of the, the biggest thing you've learned over the last little while as far as, uh, the industry and, and what it takes to be a, a professional in this sport? Because there's a lot of, of people who, uh, before they're in it, they don't quite understand all that's necessary to dedicate to it and, uh, and basically get your best out of yourself on Saturdays, which is, uh, when the lights are on. Um, that's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what's really hard about it is, you know, you could spend eight years building and you could lose it all in a day, you know, just one small crash. I mean, you miss a day of riding or you miss a day of cycling and you just don't feel like you're, you know, you're meant to be there. You just have to be on it every single day, you know. You watch what you eat, you watch what you drink, you watch what what you do during the day, you know. You make sure you go, you're sleeping by 9.30 at night. I mean, just the dedication, the whole lifestyle is just so hard. And uh, the industry, I feel like the industry is a lot of who you know. And uh, I have uh, BJ Burns as my trainer, and he's really good friends with Emig and friends with everyone in the industry. It's helped me out a lot. And obviously, you need, you need to be dedicated, and you need to train hard and hard and hard, and you just have to know everyone in the, in the industry. I mean... That to me is the goal, just to be friendly to everybody, meet all the sponsors, meet all the ex-professionals and just build a relationship with everyone here and uh, hopefully that'll help me. The relationships are key, and uh, the, you've hit the nail on the head there, and it's good to see that you're uh, cultivating those on a weekly basis. Uh, if you're tracking the, the weather in Seattle this weekend, uh, it's a Wednesday right now. It uh, it rained intermittently throughout the day, and uh, there's a 100% chance of rain overnight tonight. I imagine the track is already built and probably sealed as well as far as the uh, uh, the, the rain that's gotten onto it. Uh, it's not something you guys didn't deal with in, at Anaheim 1, San Diego, Anaheim 2. Uh, and even uh, a little bit in, in uh, um, Oakland, but uh, this this one looks to be a full blown mutter when it comes down to uh, actual Saturday. Saturday's uh, forecast is for rain all day long, and of course, once they have to take the the cover off that thing, uh, Mother Nature ha- does its thing. So, uh, if it's a mud race, if things get a little bit sloppy, does that does that play into your strengths, or is that something that uh, you worry a little bit about? Um, honestly. I love it. I I love the rain. I love puddles. I just went over to uh, to make the motorsports actually today, and they hooked me up with a bunch of Oakley uh, roll-offs. So I'm ready. I aim for the puddles, make the biggest splash you can, and have fun. The mud's great. And then what's the goal for this weekend uh, in the main event and uh, and mixing it up with the rest of your teammates or what? Yeah, definitely main event. It's definitely within my capability, and then. Uh, just get a start and race 15 laps hard. Oh, 15 minutes now, I guess. Hard. 15 and, minutes, yeah. Uh, which will, which will yeah. be pretty interesting as far as the, uh, uh, the, the laps go. If it is a muddy race, uh, you might, like, if you guys are doing, uh, slow lap times, uh, it'll be actually a shorter, like, if the lap times are really long, uh, 15 minutes is kind of doable as far as if it's over a minute lap time, uh, in the mud. So, uh, maybe save you guys a little bit there. Um, this obviously being your first year of Supercross, and uh, like I always question uh, a three-digit number when it's selected. Any reason why you went with three, two, one? 
Um, not really. No, I was as an amateur ranks. I was I was number thirty one, and uh, when I signed up for my license, I had three choices, and three two one was one of them, and that's what AMA gave me, and I stuck with it. Fair enough. So the 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 bike that you were able to get back with from the police will that turn out to be your uh, your racing machine over the uh, over the summer months as you uh, crawl across this uh, grand country in your sprinter van? Uh, yeah, so well, actually, unfortunately, the guy, uh, when he stole it, there was no air filter, and so he's been uh, putting some hours on it with no air filter, so that engine's pretty much uh, ruined, but Fair enough. we'll get it, get it rebuilt, and yes, I'll, I'll be using that bike along with my race bike this summer for the outdoors. Fair enough. Well, it maybe if you're really, really nice to one of your teammates, uh, he might know a friend of his, a very close friend, that might be able to uh, to help you out with some engine mods there. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Fair enough. Well, um, that all being said, what what's uh, when it comes to uh, practicing and working on your skills, what's something that you personally have to work on every single weekend or during the week that uh, maybe it's a it's a it's not a strength of yours, maybe a bit of a weakness, uh, something that needs to get better. I know we can all get better at different things, but what's the things that you yeah. personally work on? Um, personally, my weakness is like because growing up from you know when I started riding at four until fifteen years old, we did you know. 30-minute motos and outdoor tracks. So I never really had those bursts of sprints. And uh, my my issue right now is going from the start, being able to ride at, you know, 120% from the gate drop. You know, usually by the second lap, I'm, like, warmed up and, like, okay, passing people, going on? But right now, the first two laps for me are really, really bad, which sucks because Supercross is all about the first two laps. <laughs> No kidding. If you need to uh, become friends with Dakota Alex or uh, or one of those guys yeah, that just rips true. off hole shots all day long. Yeah, he's been getting great starts, actually. I've been watching that. I don't know what he's been doing, but he's been drinking some juice. No kidding. He, uh, you need to figure out what's in that, that special sauce for sure uh, and get on that program. <laughs> but uh, maybe the answer is at, at, at MTF. I know he spends a lot of time there. So um, that being said, uh, have you have you looked at all into where you might be riding or places that you can stay or, or something like that when you head out east? Because uh, having some allies out there in the ranks is very important for uh, privateers because uh, you can't go it alone, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Um. It just depends. I might, you know, I might send my bike with a friend and fly in, or I might just send it myself. I don't know yet, but I am good friends with the Mashburn that own underground facility in Texas, and uh, I would probably, if I'm gonna do it myself and go out there, I'll probably be staying at the underground facility out there in Texas. Fair enough. Well, uh, unfortunately, there's no Texas National anymore. I'm sure you yeah. just just fine there. But uh, are there any tracks that you look forward to that you haven't yet ridden, say uh, a Millville or a Redbud? Um, I don't think so. Um, I would actually. What, what's that sand track? Uh, Southwick. I would love to ride Southwick. Southwick. Are you a, are you a yeah. sand guy? Yeah, I love the sand. Okay, that's probably, yeah. that's probably why you like mud then, too. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I used to live in Kenya, Mombasa, on the 
west coast of Africa and I mean the east coast of Africa and all we had was you know beach sand so I love it that's all I love fair enough well uh, maybe that's a, a little bit of advice for any fantasy motocross players when it comes to uh, <laughs> Southwick maybe we have to uh, save our save picking uh, Bradley Lionette uh, for that particular yeah. race I and uh, and that'll be important for for those who are looking to play that. Uh, is it Bradley or Brad? I, I go as Brad, but did you do you have a preference? Do you, like does I, only my mother calls me Brad. Uh, so. Um, I mean, when I order at Chipotle, it's Brad, so I'll go with Brad. Fair enough. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, and uh, favorite South African racer growing up? Um, Grant Langston. Yes. Yeah. My number has been eight. My number on my bike has been number eight since I started riding at four because I watched him race. And uh, it's been eight until I came to America. And, I mean, truly, my my uh, what I want to do with my career is I would love to earn the number eight in Supercross. I mean, that's a big step. I mean, you have to win a championship totally. and stuff. But that's, that's, that's a, in the back of my mind. For Since sure, actually, I'm surprised that you weren't uh, given the option to run number 111 because uh, of being from uh, from South Africa, I believe. Uh, uh, Greg Albertine ran that number as well as yeah. uh, as well as, as Grant, so that would have been cool as well. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> There you go. Well, uh, uh, if 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 you don't get a national number this year, maybe that's something that you can uh, can kind of uh, petition the the, uh, the the AMA for next year. But uh, Bradley, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. I know you got a ton of great supporters and sponsors, as well as uh, some so the, your trainers and whatnot. Uh, I'll give you this opportunity right now to uh, thank some of those sponsors for me. Uh, thanks. Um, definitely, number one is my mom and dad. And then uh, my trainer and, you know, my mechanic and coach and my second dad in America is BJ Burns, who owns the MX University. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, everyone who sponsors the team, you know, from Rockwell Watches, Nuclear Boss, uh, PHNX Racing, Nika Metals, Home Ammunition, X-Trig, XL, Recluse Clutches, the Motul, Justified Couches, FXR Gear, and the former Boots. Former boots are actually great boots. I wore them for the first time, and they break in real good, and they're so comfortable. And also nice. Ride Dunlop, Intech USA, SKF Group, uh, P3 Carbon, and Maxima, Twin Air, and Pro Circuit. Everyone else, thank you very much. I mean, I appreciate it a lot. Boom! A guy that clearly had the list ready and and uh, and and written down, <laughs> and I appreciate that. That like uh, whether you read it off or had it off from the top of your head uh, is is isn't important. Is the fact that you knew that they, they were all there and uh, uh, and knew to uh, to give them some love, and that's important in the sport because those relationships that yeah. you talked about are absolutely compulsory. Uh, I really appreciate you giving me some time, my friend. I appreciate Chris Elliott uh, for giving me your cell phone information today so that we could have this interview and uh, hopefully we'll see you in uh, Las Vegas. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I appreciate it a lot. Get it out there. For sure, man. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. Awesome. Sounds good.